0: put on a jacket and tie i guess we'll have to do this tattinger nodded as he had so many times in the last few days samuelson watched her for any trace of sympathy or understanding and saw none with her hair in a tight bun and her slightly large beaky nose she reminded samuelson of a cartoon witch a few minutes later he took his seat in front of the camera. Roger, you and I have been friends a long time and I'm going to be blunt. The mission is a failure. I think that's 90% them, 10% us. We've spent the past eight days in an impasse, and now we're at the deadline you set. I'd ask for more time, but it wouldn't help. Per your orders and monitored by your people from State, Defense, and Homeland Security. I have repeated our offer without modifications. They still have not responded. Specifically, he thought, they had said neither yes nor no, but talked endlessly of general principles mixed with hints about what might be possible. He did try to keep the reproach out of his voice. In my opinion, if someone could hold a more open ended conversation with them, a deal might be within reach. But per your orders, I was only able to repeat our basic offer, and thus I can do absolutely nothing. Sorry, Roger, but I just don't have a deal for us. We'll be taking off in less than an hour, and I'll see you when we get in. Good night, Mr. President. That was awfully brusque. He decided against re-recording. Unlike most presidents and vice presidents, they were friends and had been friends long before they took their present jobs. If this message pissed Pendano off, well, Samuelson had always been able to get Raj's forgiveness. Hell, give me a little more time and probably I'll forgive Raj. Martin Reeve, the defense liaison, looked in. Sir, I thought I'd let you know I'm sending a message concurring with you. I think we just didn't have enough flex to have a dialogue. Samuelson made a face. Thanks for the support. I don't suppose Tattinger agreed with you? Reeve lowered his voice. Everyone at State frets about whether they're firm enough. I wouldn't read anything personal into it, any more than I would into your following Pendano's orders, sir. I suppose not. Well, anyway, this was a lot of time in the plane I'd rather not have spent. I'll be happy to get off the bat plane myself, sir. Samuelson felt childish pleasure in that nickname, which made him feel like one of the guys. The design of the 787, with so many curves, made it look sissy to military eyes. So it had a million nicknames like the Bat Plane, the Deco reco, and the Melted Boomerang. Men's planes should look like darts or spears. Grace was for girls. Technically, this covert high-level missions plane was Air Force Two, like any plane carrying the Vice President. The Boeing 787 Dreamliner that was usually Air Force Two was back in Washington, parked in plain sight. You know, Samuelson said, I never heard our cover story for this plane's being here at Santani." Reeve had no expression. There's a rumor that this plane is carrying the mistress of the Sultan of Brunei, and those men who visit are setting up a deal to make her his heir. Well, no wonder you couldn't let me off the plane. I'd look like shit in a wig and a dress. Reeve grinned. I'm glad you understand the necessity, sir. There's something else I still don't get. Another full day before I can just talk to Kim. I wonder... Once we're in the air, we have long range radio, even though we don't have satellite uplink. Wouldn't it still be encrypted? Sure, but you don't need to be able to read the messages to use a direction finder to track the plane. And because this mission is covert, and they kept the Allies out of it, we don't have escort fighters till they can come out and meet us from Guam. Till then, well, till we have the escorts, shit could happen, sir, if you'll pardon the expression. Samuelson smiled. I'm acutely aware that shit can happen, Mr. Reeve. Reeve grimaced. Once we have escorts, chances are it'll be okay to call home if you need to. Understood. Maybe I can talk to.